The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Say, friend, now I don't mean to pry or even assume anything, because Lord knows that'll make an ass out of both of us. But I couldn't help notice you're out here doing what you can, best you can, and making your way in the apocalypse without a drink. I hear you. A drink's a high five, a pat on the back, tastes good, makes you feel good. But out here, you don't want to feel good. You need a real drink that'll clean a wound, taste like chaos, and a burn that'll teach you all you need to know about how to survive. Well, this shocking beverage will snap you right back into place, no matter how many zombies or clicky mushroom people you had to face today, or, or how many you lost in the fires when the robots took over. Whatever your scenario, all you need is a shot of Jepson's Malort. With a taste like ground-up mummies and viper piss, this refreshing 70-proof vintage will outlast us all. So make friends with the only one that's going to make it out of here alive. Jepson's Malort. The only drink that will still be here. Proud sponsor. <clears throat> Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Your official Birdcast of the Apocalypse. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to shout. Sorry. Hey, what's going on, you? I'm talking to you specifically. Don't stop what you're doing. You got to do it. Whatever it is. But, like, I'm saying, hey, uh, if you are in the Midwest currently, you are aware that we are in the frozen times. The Hothsmiths. Merry Hothsmiths, everyone. Uh, It's, uh, like, that kind of cold where you want to tell someone, I'll see you in hell, and then run off in giant jacket and then wonder why the fuck you even went outside in the first place. Uh, It's negative uh, outside right now. Wait, hold up. To do to do to do to do tech look Google in the weather with me. If you're in the Midwest, you know this feeling. If you're from the Midwest, you this is a very comforting conversation to have, especially when it's cold, because this is what you do. It's two! Oh yeah, we're above the negs. Let's fucking go outside. Just kidding, you'll die. Um, and uh, you know, been sequestered by choice. Like I could go outside if I want to, it just sucks. And so, yeah, I've lost my mind, but welcome to the BirdCast. My name is Chad. I'm a bird, and uh, you're listening to the BirdCast. That's it. That's my podcast intro. Um, I could do something like, welcome to Star Argument with Ben and Craig. We're going to get into it about the Star Wars. It's not really a war. It's a Star Argument. Hey, Ben. And then they do that thing where it's like five minutes of them pretending to have just seen each other for the first time. Like, hey, Ben. Hey, Craig. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Oh. Great. Uh, do you want to talk about Star Wars? Yeah, no, I do. Actually, now that I'm doing this, I want to do this podcast. And then, like, you could get into the hardcore shit, like, welcome to Status, the podcast for your guns, beard. <laughs> Those are always, it's so, there's such an aggressive, like, trend now in, you know, human history to just be like, hey, you don't know fucking live. I'm going to tell you how to do it. Anyway, you know what I mean? You're living in it. Meanwhile, like, as I said, uh, we're bored in Chicago in the cold. So sorry for uh, being a little late with this one. This one has a cool story behind it. If you don't know about Blue Scooty, a.k.a. Kid Tetris, oh, there's a link 
click it and experience the craziness. This one had a bit of a journey, uh, blew up a bit on the Instas and the TikToks. So this is the full version. If you're here because you saw one of those three vids, this is the full thing. You can watch the whole thing on my YouTube. Go check it out. It's there for you. You Serious, it's just waiting. You never call. Um, and so here it is in audio form if you're driving and are curious. Already in progress. You like me, cause you could go downhill. I can't promise that you love me, but you probably will. Ah, ah, where am I? What happened? Anyway, where was I? Last I remembered, everything sucked. I blacked out and I woke up in a polo shirt. It's strange, I feel cleaner as if I passed out in a hot tub, woke up, showered, snuck some of that La Roche-Posay I found in the medicine cabinet, just a few dabs for a refresher, followed it with a hydrating facial mist, forgot where the fuck the bedroom was in the Airbnb we rented, crashed in the living room, somehow made it to breakfast, and then the car to the airport, making the flight no problem, because we left the day before everybody else does, crashed the mini holiday, and then I crushed the mini holiday stocking champagne shooters and chalkies we all got, landed sooner than we thought, woke up again, realized I was actually a half hour late for the airport and I hadn't packed, but at least I showered. I made the Uber an astonishingly hungover dash out of the days in. I almost missed the flight because I forgot I had a half-smoked bomber, a cherry punch in my hoodie pocket and it rolled out like a lazy breakfast sausage when I bent down to take my shoes off. So I had to let the TSA get handsy with my duffel bag, which never looks good. And then I had a train ride home longer than a Cormac McCarthy novel and just as bleak. And that too may be a hallucination brought on by holiday travel, but at least we're conscious now and somehow we're clean. Wait a minute. Holiday travel. Hallucinations. Hungover. Oh my god, it's New Year's! I haven't missed it! The spirits did it all in one night. Of course they can. They can do anything. Not to be a dick Keynesian about it, but I don't know what to do. I'm as light as a feather. I'm as happy as an angel. I'm as merry as a schoolboy. I'm as giddy as a drunken man, and I'm not even drunk again. We're alive! You there, boy! What day is it? Fuck off. That's a rhetorical question. I know what day it is, and we said no math. It's today, and that's the newest day. Happy New Year, humans! Here we are, we made it. It's been a ride to be sure. Plus it's kind of an arbitrary thing. Celebrating a whip around the sun when we're not even driving. But hey, any excuse to start over. And here we are, blowing on the proverbial cartridge of time and getting ready for another grind. Better, maybe. Stronger, definitely, as long as we stretch first. Wiser, can't have everything. But I'm still rooting for you, humanity. Speaking of humanity, I know I dunk on you a lot for doing stupid shit, like thinking Elon Musk brought Twitter back to bring back free speech and rebooting Frasier. But every time you go and do the same dumb shit, sometimes in doing so, you do something great. Einstein once said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And there is no better example of that than the people right now wanting so badly to correct me because Einstein didn't say that. Rita Mae Brown said that. 
But the fact that you want to correct me and feel that you must and assume that that's going to change things is point in case. Because, well, actually, Rita Mae Brown quoted that quote from the 1981 approved version of the Narcotics Anonymous basic text that came out previously. So what I'm saying is, patience, goddammit, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> and it's worse on the internet because you have the comment section at your fucking tips and can blast hot takes with abandon like it's a concrete wall in a bathroom and an underground punk show and the drugs were too strong. But maybe we should all go a little mad these days when faced with 2024. Cause it is glaring us at us on the horizon. Like a hungry nightmare creature. Like if you asked AI to paint like Hieronymus Bosch. Maybe it is best to fight crazy with crazy because it's not expecting that and it'll freak it out a bit making us the craziest thing in the jungle. And now the years fear us and our whims. But we shall be a merciful God, because we're all kinds of fucking tired of assholes running shit and not doing the best job. And if you need proof that perhaps Einstein, Rita Mae Brown, and the 1981 approved Narcotics Anonymous basic text might all be proverbially wrong, a 13-year-old kid just became the first human to beat Tetris. Now, that the whiplash from the transition has subsided. I promise this will all make sense later. Tetris is a game developed by Alexei Pajitnov back in 1984 because he believed, quote, games allow people to get to know each other better, act as revelers, revealers of things you might not normally notice, such as their way of thinking. As a kid, Alexei loved pentominoes, and that's a fancy polygon configured out of five equal-sided squares. And Alexei was trying to make a computer game based on that, but with four squares, because five square polygons can be configured into 12 different ways. So he figured four squares is better, and he goes for the tetromino, sleeker, faster, sexier, and it can be configured seven different ways. Then, realizing what the shapes connect, they form lines, and that globs up the screen. So maybe they should disappear. And then he combined the word tetra for four and tennis, which was his favorite sport, and Tetris was born. If there's a spark in your post-80s brain, it's because Tetris was a goddamn cultural moment. You think Christmas songs will stick in your brain long after they're gone? Ask anyone lived through the late 1900s and they will tell you everyone had Tetris burn into their eyes like a Lovecraftian curse upon humankind. It makes sense that it was a moment. It's a simple game where you gotta combine these seven tetrominoes into lines for points as they rain down on you from on high like if God was bored and figured, you know, we've been doing snow for a while, let's try it for prizes. The original program was so addictive it was popular without scoring and levels, which makes sense because every human's had to pack a car or a suitcase at one point in their life in a hurry. We've all been late, it's instantly relatable. This. Marie Kondo-esque digital organization simulator backed by a jamming 8-bit cover of a 130-year-old Russian folk song called Korobniki keeps it logical. You drop the shapes faster each level to make it harder, and that's because the general code with no final level or reason to quit, it just keeps going on forever, getting faster each level until it's humanly impossible for fingers to spin these shapes. It's the ultimate time killer. It's the king of Fidget Mountain. 
And for the last 34 years, there was no end to it. It would just go on into the void, forever replenishing its tetrominoes for faster-fingered humans with nothing to do to try and dominate. Literally testing how long the insanity defense would last before something changed. And then it came. December 21st, 2023. When a 13-year-old human kid named Blue Scooty on the YouTubes found the end of Tetris. Now, Blue Scooty is obviously not this 13-year-old's real name. And if you want to know what it is, ask yourself why. But he was and is real, not AI, and for real just beat Tetris. How? So glad you asked. Strap in. So, uh, Tetris goes like this. You got these cascading puzzle blocks that land. And then you gotta roll them into place, making a straight line for points. Those blocks have names, by the way. The long one is called Hero. The sideways L-pointed one on the right is called Orange Ricky. Its brother is Blue Ricky. The lefty Z is called the Cleveland Z. And the other one is the Rhode Island Z, obviously. <laughs> and then there's that little T on the street. Its real name is Tiwi. And everyone's favorite big block is actually awesomely called Smash Boy. There, now you know. Now you got trivia answers for days. You're welcome, 2024. Put some respect on their names. So, these fancy named kamikaze brick collages spin around according to how you move the directional pad. And at a certain point, there's only so fast that you can spin them. So, the younger generation that was raised on Red Bull and didn't have to worry about carpal tunnel yet started developing hyper-tapping which those of you fresh from holiday travel can totally understand. Because you know that feeling when your flight is delayed, but you don't know how long it's going to be, and you have a connecting flight that you can't miss, and you've had McDonald's coffee because you got up so early, coffee wasn't invented yet. And now you don't know if it's anxiety or a post-holiday feast about to shit against the wall like a T-shirt cannon. So you start tapping your two fingers faster than you ever thought you could. Yeah, that's what hyper-tapping is. So enter another YouTube gamer named Cheesefish in November of 20. 2020 that figured out if you roll your fingers under the controller while tapping on the pad and then tapping on top, you can move these pieces faster. And this matters because the thing about Tetris, if I haven't lost you already, or if you're still thinking about shitting like a t-shirt cannon, <laughs> is once you get into the impossibly high levels, the game tries to block you by making it wicked hard to move the pieces side to side. But by hyper-tapping and rolling these pieces, you can generate enough hot finger power, new album name called it, to slide those impossible pieces into place, thus beating the game in its own reality. See, games run on code, which is their DNA, kind of, sort of. And the old dogs use random access memory, or RAM, to keep track of what's going on. But after a while of doing this beyond what it thought was possible, it goes rogue and starts using the RAM to guide its decisions. If you've ever had a Four loco, you know this feeling. And that means means the game starts improvising, which means things like colors change. And some of those colors are impossible to see if you're not ready for it. Remember, the game is trying to beat you. So it is hauling ass. People who play this religiously know this and started charting the colors and the extra levels in the new backdoor reality. And they even figured out the game itself will crash, triggered by a variety of different things, making a kill screen, which is a thing that happens in classic arcade games because eventually those games get scrambly and start eating themselves. This is where Blue Scooty comes in. In a truly historic moment, December 21st, 2023, Scooty, AKA 
Kid Tetris, which is what I'm calling him forever, count it, attempted to intentionally cause the game to crash, which means instead of the game going so hard it beats you, you make it lose its fucking mind and dominate. And that is exactly what happened. And if you haven't seen the video of him doing it, do yourself a favor and watch this moment that this 13-year-old beats something considered improbable for 34 years in his room while the world watched. If you don't have a heart, you will grow one. And that is what I am saying, humans. We cannot go into this new year expecting the same outcome, even though it is set up that way. It's 2024. And I don't know if you've noticed, but the establishment, the status quo, has been acting really fucking weird lately. Improvising and changing and eating itself, so maybe we're doing something right. So, in this new year, let us meet it head on like Kid Tetris and Einstein and Rita Mae Brown and the fucking Narcotics Anonymous basic text. <laughs> Grind against the established rules, strategically crashing the quo to our advantage, not caring about the score, but how far we can go. Literally, we've been doing the same thing over and over and we are blowing the system's minds and we are changing the game and we will move forward bigger and brighter and our anthem shall be sing it with me if you know the words da 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 happy new year god damn it i love you good night Special thanks to the Barrera Kudas for their kick-ass song, Promises. It's taking us out on the back end. Thank you to Jepson's Malort for sponsoring me. Thank you to you for listening and for blowing this shit up. Thank you for Zach Benselbo's recording. Thank you to the Discord. Thank you to the Instas, TikToks, and the fucking YouTubes. And it's nice that you all went all like on for this kid's like fucking side because he's a fucking wizard, man. It's dope. He'll never listen to this because he's 13 and I've said so many fucking F-bombs. Shit, there's another one. Damn it! Anyway, yeah, go check out the video. It is sweet. Um, and stay warm if you can. If you can't, well, that's a problem. You should figure it out. Or uh, ask, a ha- ask for a hand. Ask for a friend. Just be like, hey, are you a friend? Uh, the radiators are on. I'm going to start broiling, but I will smell delicious. Nailed it.